Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, everyone. It's one of the the Gorilla Economist coming to you live on this edition of The Outer Limits with Jet Blake. Jet is joining us. And if you need to get a hold of Jet, guess what, folks? We have this new link directly to the Discord. It is in the description box. No longer waiting. No longer. We've streamlined everything. And uh, just go ahead and click the Discord link on the bottom of the description box, and you will be let in to the Rogue News Discord so it's going to be pretty straightforward. Also, we got a major announcement, 4 p.m. today, so make sure you don't go nowhere. 4 p.m. today, major announcement on the way. Um, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be me and my partner, uh, Matt. We're going to be breaking down what we got going on. I mean, we've been spending the last three years under the hood developing it. Three years and seven figures in development. So... We're finally launching off 4 p.m. today. Major announcement. Do not miss it. Uh, and it's going to be simulcast here on YouTube, Twitch, DLive, as well as directly into the Discord. So make sure you are in the Discord, folks. It is integral to what we have going on for the next round. Rogue News, the next revolution is upon us. And with that being said, Jet, good morning, buddy. How are you? Oh, real good. That's uh, that's exciting news. Uh, I'll be listening. Uh, not only to- will you be listening, check this out, man. You're, you're actually a part of it, whether you realize oh. or not, which I'll, I'll explain to you on the other side of this broadcast. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's so I understand. Is is it 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time? Eastern, yes. Four, I'm sorry okay. about that, folks. Yeah, 4 p.m. Eastern. Forgot to mention that. that that's important. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely uh, stay tuned. That's, that's exciting stuff yep. because, you know, basically you're doing uh, one of the reasons why we, we gelled so well meeting years ago, we, we think quite a bit alike, but you're yeah. uh, what I've always uh, liked about you. And then the other, uh, the rogue news family, yeah. all the brilliant guests that you have on a regular basis, their shows. Uh, no, no one in rogue news. Let's, uh, grass grow underneath their feet so no. you're actually a doer not a sayer and then as far as building your community and solutions that's you know that's very rare and uh so you're building uh which i'm happy to be part of uh, the rogue news community which is international yes 
And in these bizarre times that we're living in, that's what we need. We need a community and uh, a community where there's a sharing of ideas, yeah, uh, support, solutions, uh, even uh, times when uh, things aren't going well uh, to have friendship. And yeah. uh, that's that's what you have on, on the Rogue News. And then Discord just makes it easier. That's a nice app as far as you can text oh, yeah. and uh, direct message someone. And, and uh, I, I like that feature of it. No, absolutely. We're uh, we're putting it all together. Discord is going to be more streamlined. Uh, the want to clean up the UI a little bit, and uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. And uh, yeah, and you know, with that being yeah, with, so a lot of exciting things ahead. Uh, CJ will be returning soon. It's just the countdown to Kuko. We need we need a countdown to Kuko clock. That's what we need. The countdown <laughs> <to Al Kuko. laughs> that's that's funny. I'm yeah. I really uh, miss miss CJ and his uh, co- contributions. Uh, yeah, I was also going to say the good news is I'm in a better mood than last week. Oh, that's good. <laughs> let's see how long that lasts. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's get into it, Jet. Uh, what do you what do you have for us this week? I know there's a lot, lot on your mind that you'd like to share. Uh, let's yeah. get into the into the nuances of of the reality that most people are not even aware of. Yeah, first, what, what I want to start out is just a, a brief video. Uh, it's not related to, to the topic, but it's 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 beautiful, and it's a friend of mine, Kelly Pierre. He's a, a, a well known artist. His studio is in Destin, Florida. Yeah, and he's he's on that harbor boardwalk, and. Uh, grew up Louisiana and came from a family of uh, fishermen, you know, like uh, crabs and uh, different types of uh, shellfish. And then he had an, uh, an artistic bent and then uh, was brave enough to, to go for it. And he uh, paints and he's really known for his ocean type paintings. Well, he, he sent me this, and I want to, uh, it's not long. It might be a minute. Can you see it? Yeah. Let me pull it up. Hold on one second. Bang. He took it All from right. his phone. He, uh, this, this is amazing. He, when I talked to, uh, I talked to him and he listens to the show. Oh, nice. By the way, Rogue News. Yeah. So he knows all about you and CJ and everything. Uh, cause, cause we'll, we'll chat, uh, Kelly and I, and, uh, he showed me this video the other day. I didn't know he's working on this. This is a big mural, but he did it in like, I think he said two and a half weeks which is oh, unbelievable. Wow. Uh, sh- should I hit play? Yeah, go ahead. You see the video? Okay. That's pretty cool, man. Can you believe that he, by himself, he did that in two and a half weeks? The walls, Holy the God. ceilings, down. This is in Florida. I, the talent Where? that he has, it's incredible. I, 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 it's staggering. Now I haven't seen this because um, uh, I visit him about once a year. So I'm gonna, he's gonna right. show me this. But uh, that was just a brief clip, and and I told him I was gonna give him a shout out, and I thought. Uh, the audience would appreciate his beautiful artwork. And then uh, 
he has small paintings and larger paintings and he paints on uh, special paintings. He'll paint on copper sheets. Uh, he, he, he thins out large copper sheets and then paints on the copper. It's, it's high polished copper and he paints beautiful, beautiful uh, work. So if you're ever in Destin, Florida area, nice. definitely uh, look him up and grab some of his, his artwork. Oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the other thing I wanted to do is let's see if I go back here. I wanted to show you this picture. This is going to kind of present the see if I do this right. I'm going to do a window. Turn screen. It's not giving me that option. Oh. Let's see if I can get this. I'll call this up here. Yeah, this might work now. Trying to get a photograph. It's, it's okay if I don't get it. You trying to share the screen or, or window or? Yeah, if it's if it's yeah, here we go. I think this will work. Do you see that? Yes. I can enlarge it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, so this is a this is a good picture of today's topic. Mm. Outer limits. So, you know, I, I, I there's unique approaches. Uh, again, this will take close to about 40 minutes to develop from start to finish. But it gives an inside, it's a, a very unique bazaar, but an inside scoop of what's going on behind the scenes and what the agenda is as far as controlling humanity mm -hmm. or in, influencing or trying to steer control I'd say you could use the word hijack human consciousness, yours, mine, our family, children, and so forth. So I entitled uh, today's presentation, Digital Ghosts. Mm. And really, a new global industry is called simulacrum. 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 It's mm -hmm. spelled S-I-M-U-L-A-C-R-U-M. Simulacrum. And that is a um, Latin meaning to make like a replica of someone or something. Like in a wax museum. If you've ever, ever gone to a wax museum and you see those statues of maybe John Wayne or Hollywood celebrities or an ancient Roman Caesar. That's a simulacrum. Well, it's a huge industry. And in today's presentation, when I tell you who's involved, you, you can kind of guess some of the main characters, but when you see who's all, all involved in this industry, you're at least my first gut reaction is, uh Oh yeah, this is definitely where they're, 
headed because of the corporations involved and the money involved. And, and these are the same players that uh, have seat of power. They're power players. Yeah. And uh, they definitely have a global inf influence. But today's show, Digital Ghosts. And I pose a couple questions. These are questions that are thousands of years old. In fact, these questions uh, are as old. I think this is safe to say these questions that I'm about to state, we've heard them before, but they're as old as our current genome, yours and mine. That is 100% verifiable. But the questions are as follows. Can death be denied? So over 8,000 years ago, a statement was made, you positively will not die. Is that true? Say again? Is it possible to never die? So these are the questions related to today's <clears throat> theme, digital ghosts. Can death be denied? A statement was made over 8,000 years ago, you positively will not die. Is that statement true? Is it possible to never die? So just think about those questions. I'm, I'm assuming uh, the listening audience has heard at least some of those questions before. Yeah. Well, uh, what's interesting in this industry, which will result in trillions of dollars in the simulacrum, is a conjunction of where people have craved throughout eons, people have craved uh, post-death contact, mm -hmm. you know, contacting uh, dead relatives or uh, a, a child that succumbs to a disease and dies way earlier than they should. And because it's always hard for a parent to outlive a child and you have uh, human emotions. It's fundamental where people want to connect and remain connected to something that they love. You know, this, this even goes into animals too. You, you could have a favorite, um, dog cat for example uh, they become part of the family and then you, you really miss the animal when they pass away and many times uh, people will have photos of the family dog or, or cat long after the the pet is gone or they'll have it like a little memory marker a little tombstone or memory marker in the yard with paul prince or something of that nature so it's it's very it's it's an innate part of our design in the human emotion to, to be connected to loved ones, including favorite pets. So there's an industry that's developing and the technology is finally getting to a point where it's going to be more and more realistic, more and more interactive, lifelike, where AI the artificial intelligence or supercomputers, deep fake voice recognition simulations where companies already developed as we speak right now are beginning to pop up all over planet 
earth where, where services will allow you to interact with dead loved ones. For example, have you ever heard of the Mazurenko app? The Mazurenko app. Mazurenko app? Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, let me give you some. I haven't. I haven't either. Until I was doing some research, I go, "Wow, this is this is interesting." Interesting. In um, November two thousand fifteen, uh, a young man by the name of Roman Mazurenko. He was in his early thirties. He was a Belarusian. He was uh, struck and killed by a, a hit-and-run driver in Moscow, November 2015. Well, he was a, a, a techie guy. He was well-known in his community um, for his tech accomplishments. Mm -hmm. And um, his friend, Eugenia, had a uh, text messages from Roman that, that uh, when they'd first met, I, I don't know how many years, maybe, maybe 10 years worth, uh, eight years worth of, of text messages that she had stored in, in her phone. And um, they, they might've worked together as well because she was a, a software, probably still a software developer. And she was working on a messenger app called Luca. And that messenger app used uh, AI to emulate human dialogue. Well, since she had all these text messages archived from Roman, she uh, decided with her uh, software development in this messenger app, Luca, she was working on, that if she could get a collection of written messages, um, archive dialogue or correspondence from Roman, uh, Roman's uh, friends and family. She would compile all this, and uh, that's what she did. She came up with many, many thousands of text messages and dialogues. She collected that and created a chat bot that could mimic uh, human language to where you could communicate with Roman, and that was uh, made available, and people in Europe and other places have downloaded that uh, app on their phone and chatbot, and you can chat with Roman to this day. So it's an interactive app that has a collection of his uh, vocabulary, his personality, his sense of humor, uh, responses that he had, years of collections, it's, and it's an interactive app. And people who've never even known Roman while he was alive have downloaded this app on their phone, and it's it's like they're resurrecting Roman or to a certain extent, bringing him back to life. Well, these, these were uh, early s stages, but they've gotten much more advanced. Uh, sh she's now working on uh, a program called Rep Replica. And it's a cross between a diary and a personal assistant. So it's a, it's a digital avatar that can reproduce and replace you once you're dead. So I thought it was very interesting, the words uh, that was used in describing the next um, 
generation of this software called Replica, mm. spelled R-E-P-L-I-K-A, Replica. So it's a digital avatar that can reproduce or replace you once you are dead. So if, if you're kind of getting a clue of where this is headed, the technology is being advanced with the computer processing, the cloud, the, the server space, the speed at which they operate, and uh, being able to archive with duplicating language. So your voice, if your voice is recorded, it can be uh, imitated very well uh, by computers now, including visual. So if there's uh, videos that have been archived, that also plays in a part where they can actually create an avatar long after you and I are gone, but there's a digital form of us that still stays alive. Mm -hmm. And um, it's getting to a point where you can create friendships with these avatars and millions of people, millions uh, V millions of people have already downloaded this replica on their mobile phones. So this is uh, gaining uh, momentum and popularity. They use a, uh, a deep learning protocol called sequence to sequence. And uh, this deep learning protocol learns to think and speak like the human that you're trying to replicate, thus the name replica. And it, uh, is a, it's processing transcripts and conversations uh, during the person's lifetime. And then the sequence to sequence, what happens is the computer kind of learns and anticipates based on its memory and using advanced um, algorithms, it, it will kind of predict, well, if you were still alive, you would probably respond to this question this way. So it, it'll, it'll duplicate your thinking process based on the, the, guess, the best guest estimate. And you can have a, a, a continued dialogue that no longer relies on pre-recorded archive conversations, which is what the uh, first generation Luca did. So, so mm -hmm. now you're getting the sequence to sequence, this deep learning, this neural network of these supercomputers, and they're starting to be more lifelike uh, for a la lack of uh, better terms. <clears throat> then it goes into the virtual reality world because they're really starting to improve the hardware of yeah. virtual reality. Uh, multiple reasons for that. I think you, you and I know in the listening audience, uh, originally funding the virtual reality technology was the gaming industry. Is, you know, the gaming industry has blossomed way back from the late 70s. There might have been earlier game systems, but I remember in the late 70s, Atari, yeah, Atari, there was Commodore 64. Commodore 64, yep, yeah, I remember that. Commodore 64, Atari, uh, Radio Shack had their version. And then um, it, it really started to pick up speed, I believe, when Nintendo first came out with um, their early uh, ga gaming system. And I think they had, oh, I could be wrong. I, I don't know what kind of com comments. I'm not an expert on this, but I, th I think... Uh, 
like Donkey Kong was very popular and, and then uh, Mario Brothers mm-hmm. started to come out. And then that, it just yeah. accelerated from there. And there was competing Sega and in television and other. But th- th- once that got launched, especially mid to late 80s, th- th- there was no turning back. And as computers got better and the monitors got better and the, the CPUs and then the uh, graphic game cards and it's off and running. So the the industry is hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars. So they, the gaming industry is really fueling the virtual reality hardware, but just like anything, you remember when um, calculators first came out, they were very expensive and they were large. I remember my dad had uh, one of the first calculators was called Bomar the brain. And it was like well over a hundred dollars. And this was also in the seventies. And, uh, it, w- it was quite large. And then now they've got those, that same calculator and same computing power. When it first came out, uh, Casio was able to put it on a phone, you know, a wrist, not a, um, a wristwatch, the Casio wristwatch calculator. Cause everything shrinks and gets lightweight, just like the cell phone. They had that big brick or the bag phone. And now we have the smartphone. So the virtual reality hardware will get lighter, thinner, uh, easier to wear, uh, including the gloves, or if, if it's any kind of bodysuit, uh, that's where they're headed, and they're they're long, well on their way. And then, uh, of course, as the technology gets better, costs it gets less expensive to where it's more affordable. Just like today, everyone has uh, multiple tablets or computers. These are or phones are really portable com- computers. Even the lowest income pretty much has a laptop of some sort or a computer and a way to play games and interact with the internet, virtual reality hardware and gear will get so inexpensive. Even lower income brackets will be able to access it. But the reason why that's important and the big guys are behind this is that they're pushing for with these 15 minute cities that we've talked in detail about in previous shows that they're creating a uh, off-planet, complete digital world where everything from education to commerce to uh, romance, relationships. Hold on a second. Where the, the, the goal is to be able to be born, live your entire life, and maybe physically pass away in these 15 minute cities and and never leave that city, but including maybe relationships or even uh, marriage to where you could marry someone in a digital world and never physically per se touch them or cohabitate, live together. But you did your entire life in the virtual reality world where where you're you're married, you, you have family. It's very bizarre, but th- that's where they're headed. So there was a, uh, I'll stop sharing this because I want to show a video. About um, the, the bringing back the dead or at least being able to interact with, with the dead. Yeah. This, uh, see if this shows up. Are you able to see this? 
Yes. On the screen. Okay. Yep. This Interact was a Korean. Pardon me. It's uh it's almost like sorcery a little bit, right? Divination, as we've seen in the ancient scriptures. But this in oh, a yeah. digital format. Yeah, it's 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 in a digital format. So this was a uh, this is South Korea documentary. Uh, the mother here is Jang Ji Sun, and she had a. Uh, it's a sad, sad story. It's a, a deceased six six year old daughter, uh, almost seven years old, Nayeon, and uh, she died of a rare blood cancer. The uh, six seven year old daughter. This documentary uh, done in South Korea is entitled "Meeting You." And um, it's, a, it's a virtual AI reality deep fake with a voiceover to bring back the dead to life. And uh, she, the daughter, evidently, the, the backstory, the daughter was diagnosed, but died so quickly that took, took the family off guard. They, they really didn't have time to maybe emotionally prepare or say their good, goodbyes. So this computer company in South Korea has this service about, I won't play the entire video, but just uh, portions of it. And uh, this was the first client, maybe the, the first one to, that's why they made a documentary. And what's interesting is they had the family because the, the husband and then the uh, children that uh, survived the daughter that passed away they were there in the studio, but this is the mother who has the headgear and the gloves on Yep. to, to say goodbye to her daughter. Uh, they had a psychologist there and they walked them through and, and um, oh, per, permission, paperwork was signed. I don't know what the word uh, for that is. But a, a, anyway, the, there was full disclosure and the um, psychologist worked them through because this would be very emotional, not knowing how this would respond. And this was the first uh, live uh, broadcast. So they did this video. Uh, now, to me, it's really a, a tearjerker. It's very hard, difficult for me for me to watch. But I think if I play a, a minute or two, you'll get the idea of where they're headed with this technology. Oh, you know what I didn't do? Hold on a second. I think I had to hit that... Um, the tab for audio? Tab for audio. Yeah. Yeah, I'll make sure I do that. Okay, good. It should be uh, on now. There we go. If you don't hear the volume, just interrupt me. Yeah. But it is selected. The video is not playing. Oh, now it is. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm 
Jesus. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, this is crazy. Wow. This is this is this is sick. This is insane, bro. This is sick. This is so sick. Like this is horrible. Oh my god, this is terrible. <laughs> oh my god, unbelievable, man. Yeah, that's about the craziest thing I've ever seen. Jet, you there? You have a mute button on? Jet, did we lose you? Jet? Hello? Jet, you there? Let me text Jet. Did we lose you? That's insane, folks. And the thing is, it's like, like I get the whole connecting with the with your dead loved ones, but what does a company care about playing with an? Emo- this is like terrible. I, I I could see this being an addiction for some people if it comes to a relative, a pet, a loved one, whatever. I mean, think about it. The right perspective to have is, you know, you, someone crosses over into the other side of eternity, or they cross into eternity, excuse me. They've won. They've made it. You'll see them again. You are you are infinite consciousness. You are an eternal being. Your body dies, but your spirit and your consciousness will live on. And that is the promise. That is the hope that we have. But to allow yourselves to be mentally tortured and inured and completely anchored to your grief you're not moving forward. And it's not real. That's the worst part about it. As sophisticated as AI can get, it's not real. It's not the person. And for the people who are engaged in this, this is this is sick, man. This is one of the most disturbing things I've seen. And yet, I promise you guys, as sick and as disturbing as that was, and Jed is back. Uh, Yeah, Jed, you're back. Yeah, what I was saying, as sick and disturbing as that was, I can see millions of people globally wanting the same experience with the AI that is literally circle-jerking them into believing that this is some sort of a diseased dead one. It's incredible, Jed. Oh, my God. Yeah, I... Disturbing. When we got disconnected, uh, how far did you 
did you get to the point on the video? Did you see where they're kind of floating up into the sky? No, I didn't see that. I think uh, you, you you cut off. But they were floating into the sky. Could you describe it for us? Because I think that between the video, playing the video and then the bandwidth aspect of it probably knocked you off or something. But um, what happened? Uh, so they they uh, they were floating into the sky. Yeah. So the the daughter uh, and and this is on YouTube. I think you can find it if you look up uh, "Meeting You." It's the Korean documentary. Craziness. And uh, that particular video, I think, is nine minutes long, and it's uh, it's it interviews the father and the two sisters, surviving sisters. Uh, they're they're in that studio, but they're not with the headgear. Uh, that nine minute video it has the English subtitles in it. But before the video cut off, the the daughter, which is. Uh, Uh, Nayeon says, "Mom, hold my hands." Um, That's disgusting, dude. I, I, hold, I, uh, hold my hands, and she's grabbing the hands, and then they float oh. up into the. They float up off the ground, up about fifty or sixty feet above that park, and uh, like they're flying like birds, and then they're able to look around. What does this do to that woman's psyche, man? Well, that's they. They interview that. If you watch that, dude, she'd probably go home and blow her brains out. <laughs> well, it's it. Yeah, I, oh. I'm a loss for words because it's it's highly emotional. I don't. And uh, if if you see the video, it shows the camera crew and the, the producers. You know, they're all teary eyed and and uh, at a loss for words while this is going on, and and the mother is interacting with that green screen suited up in in, in AI. And they uh, they had psychologists there, so before and after this event. But yeah, it's it's definitely a a mind warp. Now th this is they're not stopping this technology. V th this was early stages, and there's billions of dollars behind this industry. It's only going to get better and better and more realistic. Oh my god, yeah. I, I mean, with next generation graphics and whatnot, it's going to be a, a thousand times worse. Correct. And then what they're going to do is they're going to integrate this technology with the Tesla, uh, the Elon Musk, the Tesla droid bots. So the bots will have a clear, uh, the, the first generation will have um, clear plastic skeletal st structure, but it'll have projected the image of that loved one in the bot. So it'll get to a point where I don't know if I I'll get there in just a second, but let me let me lead up to how bizarre this is this is headed. <laughs> oh, I hope I can connect the dots here. There, there's so much going on in my mind right now, and as I was preparing this, the there is a market for it. They wouldn't be spending hundreds of billions of dollars, and there's many corporations scrambling to get into this this market because uh simulacrum is the hottest new industry so they they wouldn't be pursuing this if they didn't think billions of people would participate in this and and and, and want to interact 
especially with uh, dead loved ones or pets, where you'll be able to interact with your your favorite Alaskan Malamute yeah. or or your, your your favorite Himalayan kitty cat or whatever it might be. So, uh, I, mean, I, I just want to reconnect with my pet duck Johnny, who passed away when I was a a child, and you know I've been missing Johnny since then. And you know we used to go swimming in the in the in the Hudson River. Uh, right outside of the Cross Bronx Expressway, and oftentimes I'd come out of the Hudson. This is in the '80s when the, when it was really dirty. Uh, I'd just have to, you know, we spend the time plucking syringes out of each other's bodies. But I miss you, Johnny. <laughs> Un- unreal. The, so here's here's where we're. Um, if I can make a, a logical se- sequence here, I've got 20 minutes left. See if I can pull this off. You can do it. I believe okay. in you. This, this coming April 4th, Tuesday, April 4th, is a, a significant date because it coincides with the Jewish calendar, uh, Nisan. So it's Nisan 14th. And about 1,985 years ago, on Nisan 14th, uh, which is April 4th, the historical event, uh, Jesus is put to death. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's, we have a calendar system and kind of coordinates with that. And we, we've, we've got that figure. Well, in that particular s- storyline, you have a, a situation where... Uh, that death takes place and it opens up a way for there to be a resurrection. Sure. And the, the, uh, the text mentioned that there, there's a hope, the storyline contained in these ancient uh, Hebrew, Greek, uh, Aramaic texts talk about a uh, hope of a resurrection where you could be reunited with loved ones and then uh, with a universal issue once it's uh, resolved that there could be a, a reality where there wouldn't be any more sickness aging death crime violence stresses anxieties uh, and so forth so there's that particular storyline with an outcome of being able to live forever be reunited uh, with family and friends in a different reality, not like the stressful, chaotic reality we have today. And that, that event that took place almost 2,000 years ago is a key ingredient or key part of that. Well, there's, depending where people lie on that storyline, you know, there's billions of people that uh, put put faith in that and, and believe in, in that prospect. There's what we're what we're seeing develop is an alternative to that storyline. And the alternative to that storyline is a resurrection and being able to live forever. But it's in a digital world and it's controlled by Silicon Valley and it's controlled by multi-billion dollar corporations. So isn't it interesting that 
there's two philosophies of a prospect of being able to live forever, being able to be reunited with lost loved ones, and being able to uh, enjoy life with the ability of pursuing interests or pursuing fantasies, uh, exercising imagination, perhaps maybe integrating, uh, integrating free will, let's say. One is a very old 8,000 plus year old storyline in these ancient texts in describing how that's going to be accomplished. What we're seeing now is an almost identical storyline, but it's in the digital world with advanced computing power and able to recreate reality. And as the technology advances, it's a reality where the mind won't be able to tell the difference. Yeah. So what's happening is we're we're at a we're at a point where very soon you'll have to hit your it, I don't know to say you have to, but if that's a, a direction that that you want to head or something uh, to put hope or faith or, or belief in, you'll have to hit your wagon to one of the two because you can't participate in both because they're they're defining the eventual same end game, but there's different routes to get there. So you, you either have to pick one or the other in this, uh, in today's presentation as an example. Well, Blackstone, Blackstone buys ancestry.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a, a majority stake uh, close to $5 billion. So Blackstone, uh, has over a trillion dollars of assets under management. And Ancestry.com was based on Sor- Sorison started that, and that was uh, using a lot of Mormon genetic genealogy, the records that they keep. So why is Blackstone buying Ancestry.com? Didn't that seem kind of unusual acquisition? Well, let's see if we can... Uh, do some forensics paper trail and see if we can connect the dots with however much time I have left here. Let me see, 15 minutes. All right, I gotta hurry. Blackstone uh, and BlackRock you know, used to be related. It, it, BlackRock peeled off away from um, Larry Fink or whoever uh, peeled away from BlackRock, but uh, this last three years, with the global scenario that was uh, pushed, you had the Vanguard Group, Capital Research and Management, and BlackRock fund advisors. They all made billions and billions of dollars off this pharmaceutical formulation, which is interesting. So the same groups that made money off of this, they're also financing these virtual reality companies and they're uh, acquiring Ancestry.com and other similar type companies. Well, the uh, 
Greek word for resurrection is anastasis. Anastasis. So anastasis means a raising up or standing up again. So what they're doing is part of the assimilation into this digital world is altering your DNA and altering your blood type. So if, you're, if your DNA is altered through these pharmaceutical formulations, what they're doing is they're laying the foundation of legalese. We've talked about this before. But I'm showing you how this is all involved. If your DNA is altered and your blood type is, is altered, corporations can then start staking claim of ownership. But if your DNA is altered, your DNA can be altered to be more suited for a digital reality. So if, if they're heading for these digital reality worlds, where you'll be born, raised, and die in these 15-minute cities, in these virtual reality worlds, and your DNA has been altered to be more conducive to a DNA, uh, a digital virtual reality world, these corporations are cornering the market. They're getting in on the ground floor. They're jockeying for position of power, regulation, and ownership. Which, become, which means they become gods in this digital world reality. Yeah. If, 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 you, if you contract, what they'll do is they're going to lease. If you want to be in touch with a, a dead relative and they, they kind of virtual reality, bring them back to life. What happens is you'll be leasing a contract. So if, 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 you, <laughs> if you're married to or, or you, you have uh, in a digital world a resurrected wife or daughter, They'll be more than happy to provide the droid and the software of your seven-year-old daughter, but they're going to charge you a lifetime monthly fee. And guess what happens if you're behind in your payments? Your loved one goes poof. So this is very bizarre where they're headed it's to work. Sick, man. And I yes. can see them. This is just another a cash grab. Uh, I, I, I mean, look, the way – the, the changes that are coming to the West in terms of economy and industry, there's going to be a lot more poor people. There's going to be a lot more people with a lot less jobs and a lot less disposable income. And I can imagine them, uh, that, that, that means there's going to be a lot more death. Life expectancy is already down by two years. I, I predict, based on the data that I'm utilizing, another five to six year drop in life expectancy for Americans. I'm, I'm, I'm viewing also the, the amount of death that's going to occur because of, you know, what happened during the the last three years when everybody had to, you know what, take take the you know what, okay? And here's the deal. When you have a lot of people that are just dropping dead and this is the way to, to connect with them, I can imagine the mental torture. I mean, they literally got people by the balls, Jet, where, oh, you don't want to see Uncle So-and-so, you don't want to see your mom and dad, you don't want to see your kid, you don't want to see your, you know, your relative that's dead. Well, you're not paying your 40 or $50 a month. You're not paying your 100 bucks a month so you can have your VR session with them. Like, this is sick, man. Yes, yes. So, it get, yes, it gets even worse. The, the, world that they're, the world that they're creating 
And, and these pharmaceutical injections are early stages of altering the DNA to make it more acceptable to move your consciousness into a, a digital world and get you away from natural analog. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this is so frustrating for me to, because knowing what they're doing and the emotions and angers that I have are, are off the chart. Yeah, a couple things. One is, this isn't Netflix or HBO or, uh, I don't know, Disney streaming anymore. This is to where if you don't pay your monthly fee in your subscription dues, they cut your wife off or, or your, your yep. children off. Or yep. if you're in a virtual reality world, what happens is since there's all, since most 99.99 will be have nots and you have a handful of people or families that control 99% of the world's wealth and it's on lockdown, uh, they're governing with an iron fist, you'll be forced to live a life in a virtual reality world because your real life will be so horrible and depressing that when you suit up in this virtual reality world, at least it's tolerable. But if in this virtual reality world, you happen to be, uh, I'm just <laughs> making something up. You, you happen to be, Scotty or Captain Kirk of Star Trek, and, and this is the uh, reality that you've chosen, if you fall behind in your payments or your social score gets low, all of a sudden you blip out, you're not Scotty anymore. Well, if, if you've been living 25 years in that virtual reality realm and your family and friends are in there and it, it blips out until you either come up with the credits to go back online or until your social score improves and then you're uh, re-energized, you're in a state of suspended animation, which is, which is horrible. So it's ultimate control on a minute by minute, second by second. If you give godship or lordship over into this digital reality, they will be the most controlling masters. And it's, it's a control that it's hard to describe in the English language that they will have the thumb that you will be under. If you decide to go digital, have your DNA and blood changed to where they will uh, claim ownership and you abandon the natural analog organic life. And then that storyline of, well, is there a source or a creator? I'm just, cause I, I don't want to turn these shows. I'm very careful to not, come across a preacher and everything. Obviously I have ideas and thousands of hours of studying, but I kind of keep that to myself. I'm trying to present this in a neutral way to the audience. I think what they're doing is it'll end up in two choices. If you remain organic, analog, original, natural, that, uh, that explanation, that generator of life, if there's a God or source or creator divine, if we want to use that term, that would be a much kinder God or authority figure than Silicon Valley's ever going to be. So I think if I had an option between the two and I see where these corporate board members and the mindset of Silicon Valley in this tech industry, I think they're creating a world where you'll never get out and they will be cruel gods or cruel masters with no exit, no way to exit once you enter that re reality. And to me, 
that would that is horrifying. I would much rather stay organic and the route uh, that the ancient texts talk about a reality where you, there's potentially you're able to live forever in peace and harmony with free will, with free uh, expression of interests, of fantasies, of imagination. And I am not going to choose, I'm not going to select those same options that the digital Silicon Valley world is offering. And they're uh, reaching that goal at a rapid rate. And, and uh, I've, that line in the sand I've made many years ago and I'm not crossing it. So I've already, I've personally made a decision and I'm making decisions every day to support that. But I see billions of people going the other route and I'm just shaking my head going, Oh my gosh, I think this is going to be a nightmare that they have no idea what they're walking into. And there is no way to exit once you enter. Yeah. I don't know if that's, no, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's okay. it's like it's it, it is like that. Um, once you enter, there is no escape. There is no escape whatsoever. And this is where people are going to go to because why? There's going to be less and less prospects for most of those that are living in the Western world. I mean, we're heading for dark days, folks. We are headed for dark days. You know, yep. it's unbelievable. You know, it and and here's the thing: with all this crap going on, Rogue News is building the counter to this. We are building the counter to this. We're firing the shot directly into the metaverse. And we're going to be the alternative to that. And that is being built out as we speak. That is actually being, is already built. And that is going to be launched, you know, section by section, phase by phase. Because this is the only way. It's, it's like you have to gamify and weaponize politics in such a regard that you will be able to infiltrate those spaces and pull the people out. In other words, we will have to be the ones that go into the matrix and pull these poor souls out. It's incredible. As well as evangelizing the next generation, because I don't see anybody on our side doing that. Our side is content sending kids to public schools. Our side is content having our kids going into the metaverse and having all these different avatars and, and scavatars and whatnot without any alternative, being indoctrinated, being evangelized by evil. We have an opportunity to do that, and we're going to be firing the first shots, the first volleys into this space to change all of that. We're going to have to get active, folks. That's the only way we survive this. We cannot be passive anymore. We have to stay active for the hearts and minds. Granted, not many of you are able to leave or, or relocate. Some of you are stuck in large cities. Some of you are stuck in the states that you're in. But it does not mean your hearts and minds cannot be put to proper and good use as a digital army against this stuff. That's what's going to take, you know. And uh, Vel uh, and 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 um, you know guys like Velas and 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 Jet and CJ and Gus and all the other team here at Rogue. We're we're bringing that. To, we're we're bringing the heat, guys. We're bringing the heat. So Jet, go ahead. Uh, you can finish up what you're going to say. I just went on a little side rant. No, that's. No, uh, absolutely, and uh, I'm glad you mentioned all that because uh, being neutral or standing on the sidelines or not having an active plan, an, an active, aggressive plan against this agenda, uh, being passe, neutral, standing on the sidelines, 
you've already made your choice. You will not escape this digital horror world and you won't like the gods that control that world. So this is a fight for your life. I, my gut, I, I don't know what to do, V. Uh, I'll just end this. Uh, uh, some, some friends of ours have a, a bright kid, uh, never been juiced up or anything. Uh, they they off-grid, old school, uh, but they're in their uh, late 20s, early 30s. Uh, their four-year-old boy is super smart. But he can navigate, for example, the phone and tablet better than I can. And I'm like, wow, that's it's amazing how the youth really gravitate towards that. Well, I was at a fast food place the other day just to get, uh, get iced tea. I sw- swing in and out there. And uh, again, there was like a six-year-old girl with a tablet in her mother. And the girl was uh, negotiating a tablet and, and playing some videos. And I thought, the younger generation has already been absorbed into the Borg. And the the fact that they can gravitate to these devices and navigate them better than me. Uh, well, I guess that's not the same, but, but I'm, I'm in my fifties and, and I'm like, wow, see, they, they're so clever because they, I think they really have lock solid, let's say the 30 year olds and youngers and younger, this, this digital. So this is going to be a, f- a fight of humanity, a fight of a lifetime. And it's already starting. I think a lot of these people that are all juiced up and have these nano technologies in their system already, encoding their DNA. Uh, wow. What? And I don't think a majority of them even have a clue yet of the damage done and how they have are marching towards this digital reality to these masters, these gods that are going to be super cruel, cruel like you've never seen before. And I'm like, oh, man, they have no idea the damage they've already done. They're completely clueless. So, yeah, I don't know to whatever extent we can help. That's part of these these shows is uh, uh, this is the best way I can on a public platform to bring awareness. Uh, Sometimes I uh, get emotional. I can't help that. Uh, I'm in pretty deep as far as a research scientist. We know what's going on behind the scenes. And I'm still trying to tamper down the message to not freak the daylights out of the rogue news audience of how bad this really is. Or I come across as a nutcase. This is bad stuff, guys. And every week I'm like, how can I bring some information in a mild way to not freak people out, but show them how bad this really is? This is the hardest assignment for me to do is every week, Mondays, come on here and that balance. I'm struggling how to do it. I'm doing the best I can, but it's not good what they have in store. They're hiding it and the world has no idea the evil that's out there. I'm just telling you. And whatever, I'm doing the best I can as a scientist until I take my last breath. I'm not going to give up. I, I do not support this global agenda and where they're steering mankind. I I am pro-organic, pro-analog, pro-nature. I'll end it there. Absolutely, 100%. Very well said, Jet. And with that being said, folks, we are at the end of the program again today, 4 p.m., 4 p.m., be here or be nowhere. Major announcement coming today, 4 p.m. Eastern, so keep it locked and loaded right here, roguenews.com. If you haven't subscribed, make sure you subscribe, like, comment, share. We are back on YouTube. Uh, YouTube is all of a sudden, uh, it's it's, uh, it's easing back all of a sudden. There's a, a changing of the tide, so we're going to take advantage of it. 
So um, we're going to be everywhere you want us to be, plus a bag of chips. With that being said, we're over and out. See you guys at 4 p.m. Cheers.